Thanks for joining us and welcome back to another episode of the Travel Guides, the podcast dedicated to making travel easy for everyday people like you and me. My name is Just GQ, also known as Jay Cousteau, and we are pleased to welcome back International P, ladies and gentlemen, back from Ethiopia. What's going on, brother? Oh, hey, happy to be here. Just uh, checking in. Uh, just got back from Addis Ababa, Ethiopia, uh, the motherland. Uh, but we're going to get into that later. Uh, right now, I'm just checking in from uh, sunny California, A, and uh, just happy to be here and, you know, recoup and uh, definitely enjoyed the uh, last episode about Thailand, Bangkok, and Phuket. I mean, you and Kara did a good job. Yeah. I mean, enough about that. What's good with you? Where have you gone recently? Where are you coming back from? I mean, we already talked about the Derby weekend. I mean... I don't know, man. Let, let, let's catch up. Let's recap. No, absolutely. And first and foremost, we did. Uh, we you were greatly missed. You were sorely missed, brother. Uh, so I'm glad <laughs> to hear that you had had a good time. As you said, we will delve more deeply into uh, into your trip to Ethiopia, as that is the focal point of of today's discussion. You know, the Derby was cool. The Derby it doesn't disappoint. It was it's steady Eddie, brother. It is the same every year. Uh, not not the same necessarily, but it is equally enjoyable uh, every year. I was more cognizant of how much of a reunion it is, as you uh, mentioned it after our episode. So, but it was great catching up with with old friends and making new ones. This was a year that we did not see a horse, so that is cool. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, we still had a great time, though. Um, so, yeah, I just got back from, from Dallas as well. Dallas, man, low-key is a treasure. I mean, it was we had a good time down there, and their Sunday fun day is crazy. I mean, oh, really? It is, it oh, is really? nuts, man. They take, they take their Sundays very seriously. Go to church, get you some brunch, and turn on up. Oh wow! I did not know it was like that, but that's definitely good to know. Yeah, man. Um, the Metroplex. I didn't know the Metroplex was uh, getting live like that. All I know is Drake's talks about Houston, so they, they guess Dallas is slept on. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you, this it is a, it is the unsigned hype, man. You got, everybody needs to go and check out Dallas. I actually um, am in the process of writing an article for the Mix Magazine, so I definitely need y'all to go and check that out. Uh, that's at www. Dot the mix magazine with two x's dot com there so that'll be on stands here here pretty soon but yeah that it, it dallas was dallas was awesome man we it was an impromptu trip found a cheap flight went on down there it was it was smooth man just so happened to have a buddy that just moved down there uh one of my one of my good homies and so we just stayed at his house one of my one of our other friends met us from austin came down and we just we just kicked it for the weekend so it was a good trip Man, that's good to hear. That's good to hear. And it's always a good come up when you uh, have uh, good friends in the area that will look out for uh, a lodging in oh, the clutch. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, man. So how are you, how are you holding up, man? You, you've been moving. You've been out and about, brother. <laughs> not really, man. Not really. I'm, 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 I'm just trying to move like you, man, and really uh, get a little bit more cult- cultured out here in the, in the U.S. of A. and, um, you know, overseas as well. But uh, uh, recently, I just got back from uh, Washington D.C. or should I say the D.M.V. area. I experienced right. a little bit of uh, Silver Springs, Maryland. Word of wildlife. And then, uh, yeah, yeah, it was cool. You know, Sil- Silver Springs has a, has a little East East African capital, uh, you know, as well. And then, obviously, got the chance to party on. Uh, well, I should say party, but uh, bar hop on uh, U Street. So that was a good time. And um, 
you know, you know, met up with a lot of old friends and family, and you know, it was it was it was all love to say the least. But I don't know, it, it, that was a good trip. I would just say the the thing that I would not would do differently is not fly out of Dallas. I did not realize. I keep forgetting that Dallas is like an hour and some change away from. Uh, DC with traffic, so that was not the move. But the irony uh, is that, that, that you mentioned that in the last <laughs> in our last podcast, the last one that you were on, you mentioned DC, or it was the music festivals. One one of those. I just remember you were talking about the distance, the distances of the DC airports. So, you know, should listen to your own advice. Message. <laughs> Yeah, you definitely paraphrasing me on that, but uh, it's, it's all good. I'll definitely trust my own advice next time. That was not the move. Like sometimes, like see, I was trying to go for the, uh, you know, the cheap plane ticket too, thinking I could, you know, get a deal. But really, gotta respect uh, that. I think it, it ended up being a wash because you you kind of end up paying paying for it if you if you got lift. But th- thankfully, I had uh, good friends to uh, take me out there, and then they had to listen to them complain about traffic. But other than that, <laughs> it was a good trip. Everybody loves international P, man. Oh, yeah, always, always, <laughs> always, always. That's what's up, man. Th- yeah, man. Right now, I'm just trying to calm it down and, uh, you know, get get ready for the summer and uh, get my immune system back. So you got to have your vitamins, vitamins and your, your VitaPak. <laughs> exactly. Stay so, hydrated um, in these streets. I don't know, man. It, it, all in all, I, I would say that, uh, you know, the traveling has been, been a lot, and I've learned a lot about, uh, you know, cultivating relationships in, in airports and stuff like that. Definitely tried to fraternize with some uh uh, United Airlines uh, workers or employees trying to get a companion pass yeah, and stuff like pass. that. So I was successful this time, but <laughs> hey, we 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 gonna hold on that dream, man. We gonna hold on that dream. I'm not mad about that. Yeah, I gotta get out to L.A., bro. I haven't been out there in some time, and actually, I need to get to San Fran as well. So you know, we'll have to have to link up in person for the California edition, the Cali, California love. Oh, most definitely, most definitely, most definitely. So before we jump... definitely be a nice little, nice little visit. Oh, yeah, a thousand percent. Always is. So before we let you just take it away, one quick update. So as as we've chatted before, I'm heading to Colombia, to Cartagena uh, next... Well, actually, dang, I'm leaving this uh, Saturday. So I will... I'll be down there. The snap is going to be lit. The IG is going to be lit. But this trip... And just as a refresher to, for the listeners, this has been like what I've commonly referred to as a network trip where five friends invite each invite five friends who each invite five friends who each invite five friends. This trip has swelled to 200 people. So there are 200 people that are migrating. <laughs> They're flooding Cartagena, Colombia. This is going to be insane. Wow. Well, they say was it your net worth determines your net worth, I guess. Uh, and I guess yeah. your network is pretty 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 big right now. I'm telling you, and I know five people that are going, so this should be uh it should be interesting to say the least. But you know, good people bringing good people into the mix. So I'm excited though. So there'll be more to come there. With that being said, Prince Akeem, can you please tell us about the trip to Ethiopia? Man, I decided about Ethiopia was wonderful to say the least, man. I guess the first question that I guess everyone would want to know is, did I see donkeys, mules, gorillas, giraffes, <laughs> or any type of animals when I got off of the plane at the airport? And the answer no. is no. Okay, dispelling myths yeah. left and left and right. <laughs> I mean, for the most part, Addis Ababa is the capital, and it's pretty westernized, so it's pretty conducive for airport travel. The flight that I purchase was around $900 via United Airlines, and I got it three to four months in advance, 
and departures on average usually cost uh, $1,600 uh, around that. But for some reason, like, you know, if you play these uh, travel websites and Twitters and group me's that I'm a part of or follow, uh, you can kind of come up come up on some um, some good deals or some good win ways to get to the destinations you're going to. So that's the savings so, of about seven hundred off of that off the off the flight alone. Basically, yeah. that's crazy. And that's including taxes and stuff like that. So that's I mean that's a pretty I mean that's a, that's I mean that's a great deal. Like I mean just to just to just to put in perspective, and plus the American dollar goes farther out there because their inflation works. Where I mean, obviously inflation happens, but nobody gets paid the same wages so things pretty much stay the same their currency is beer and um i don't know man i mean it, it was a really great time but even to start the trip i had a layover in frankfurt germany where uh, i met the group that i was traveling with and um one of the uh one of my friends i guess one of the guys in the group he's a i guess uh eritrean and he he grew up in uh, ethiopia for a while and uh, he can speak Amharic and uh, as well, so that 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 was definitely a plus. So that's I guess that's another travel tip to always travel with someone that at least one person that speaks the language out of the group, so you won't get hustled or at least has uh, lived in the area that kind of knows I guess the way the culture and the way in, with people communicate and um, the way in which I don't know the way in which sometimes the the media outlets or you know websites or uh, programming or books or something like that that we get in the states doesn't always hold up to what you actually see, you know, live there in the flesh. So, um, were there a lot of English-speaking people there, or were there was scarce? Oh yeah, I mean it's westernized, so yeah, they, a lot of English-speaking people there. Okay. I mean, and you also had some people that uh, spoke a Mandarin as well, and it was, that, that, that really surprised me. A lot of people that speak Mandarin and Amharic as well. So obviously, the Chinese uh, or I guess. Uh, Chinese business or business from China is uh, is pretty prevalent as well out there, and they actually fun- help fund some of the, I guess, textile industries that are outside of Addis Ababa, oh, okay. uh, out in the countryside and stuff. So I don't know. It, it was really a great time and a really a, a interesting experience to see that that it was a lot of people who have uh, had to leave. Uh, the country, their, their parents or ancestors had to leave, and they've kind of come back to, uh, I guess, bring business or really to like kind of like work remotely and just really learn their culture and to experience what you know their parents say that that, that they 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 grew up with. So uh, that was also interesting to see, and there was a lot of NGOs, NGOs uh, out there as well that um, NGO meaning pretty much put. Beg pardon. In NGO meaning uh, it's a non-governmental organization that is a nonprofit that basically volunteers and organize and trains and uh, puts together grant proposals to bring infrastructure to like developing countries. And when we were out there, we ran into a lot of people, I guess, or, or I guess people, a lot of English speaking people that work for these type of organizations that were uh, basically trying to bring infrastructure back to uh, Ethiopia, but not just Addis Ababa, but really just the, the outside areas and um, I guess countryside, I should say. And so, it was really interesting to see uh, that dynamic, and um, we were also there uh, during a, uh, I guess, a small uh, Addis Ababa film festival, and so it was interesting to see, uh, I guess, East African Hollywood and the influence of, I guess, the Turkish culture as well, because there was a lot of, uh, you know, Turkish soaps that were translated in Amharic that, uh, or in English that 
you know, everybody, you know, kind of tuned into it, was really interested in. But like when I say it was a, a westernized, I meant that, you know, we heard Future out there. We heard a lot of the music that we, I mean, top 40s are pretty much all the stuff that we hear out here. Like I, I heard there, like it was, it was, it was really that type of experience, especially when we went out to the, the, the bars, the clubs or whatnot. The driving out there is totally different, but at the same time, Nobody really drives over 45 miles per hour, which is interesting. Like, I mean, it, 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 it's, it's crazy. Like, I mean, people can drive back the, the opposite way on a one-way street, and nobody really flips out. They just laugh at each other. Like, you know, it, it was wow. that, so that was good. Uh, we wow. rode around in the customary blue cabs, uh, which was great. Um, we stayed at the Monarch Hotel in the Bouet area, which we got, we got we had two rooms, uh, total up to like 1350. But the way we split the the way the split up came. Uh, like I basically played nine hundred dollars for a flight, five hundred dollars for lodging, and then basically had four four hundred fifty dollars in American money to basically spend and um, eat out, which was great. Uh, so you sort of the whole was, trip for like under two stacks. Basically, yes. That's, yeah, that's nice, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and it, like I said, if you the way um, and you got a few countries you know, you, in there with the layout. Yeah, basically, <laughs> exactly, exactly. So. Um, the, the the weather was warm, um, but at the same time it was raining season, so we experienced a little bit of the rain. Um, you know, uh, Addis is the capital of uh, Addis Ababa is the capital of Ethiopia, so we definitely got to experience a lot of uh, uh, the East African, or I should say, traditional Habesha culture, language, dancing, music, artwork. Okay, cool. So that's what's up, man. What what were some? Of, so tell me, what were some of the sites that you went to uh, go see, and which were your favorites? Okay, so we went to the uh, National Museum that we saw prehistoric fossils, replicas of the famous uh, hominid Lucy. Uh, saw it's a lot of Ethiopian artwork and traditional crafts. Uh, we also ate at Lucy uh, Ethiopian restaurant right next door to the museum. Um, I mean, not to be cliche, but that they had definitely had some good food as well. We visited the burial place of uh, Holly Selassie at the Holy Trinity the Cathedral. Um, and Holly Selassie is the uh, 20th century emperor of uh, Ethiopia, um, where we just kind of witnessed a lot of the uh, you know great architectural uh, work that was um, at the cathedral and is heavily guarded. Definitely got a chance to, you know, interaction to run into the um, I guess Ethiopian army or protective service or police, I guess the equivalent. And they always had their finger on a trigger, like which is kind of weird out there. It was I definitely felt protected, but I, at the same time, I felt safe. Like there was no time in Addis where I felt like somebody was going to you know rob me or try to hustle me or anything like that. I mean, even when I was when I kind of went off and started you know walking by myself and just kind of you know went sightseeing or you know kind of wanted to take some pictures. For, for uh, you know my own sake or whatnot, but I, I, th- I think I honestly think you know you you would have loved it, man. I, I also think you know if you would have saw some of the sites, you you would have definitely come back to the United States or uh, with some more intrigue about you know going back or experience some other parts or whatnot. So yeah, it's definitely. definitely you know one of the big things that I wanted to do you know on my on my bucket list, I should say. Yeah, I can imagine that would provide a lot of like unique perspective in terms of the rich history of Ethiopia, which I would say with no, you know, research behind it is is not necessarily widely known by the general public is that, you know, Ethiopia, going back to the beginning of civilization, played an integral role there. So it's not surprising to me that there's such a rich, a rich history 
there on display. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I guess to show, aside from, you know, getting cultured and get, having a cultural experience, we did experience some of the, I guess, bar scene or cultural nightclubs of, uh, you know, a young professional organization as well. And people who speak English. There's a lot, I mean, there's also, you know, Canadian clubs as well, which is surprising. So, uh, What's the difference between the Canadian clubs and the others? I, I just think they, I don't know, I think a lot of Canadians had, had a history of going to those places. I, I have no clue. Like, I, I didn't really um, question the reasoning why. I was just told that those are Canadian clubs. Like, uh, <laughs> that was pretty yeah, much it. Like, like <laughs> I just took it for what it was. No, I hear you. <laughs> that, that was that, my bad for not getting a, having a question attitude about uh, Canadian clubs <laughs> in Africa. Like, no, <laughs> <okay>. Ethiopia. <laughs> What um what what about the food? How was the the food there? Because I had had to be different, uh, like different cuisine. I know you touched on it earlier a little bit. Okay, so we had traditional dishes with the uh, injera and with uh, vegetables, various vegetables and meat sides, tibs prepared as wide or thick stew. You know, we have uh, one or more wads placed on a, a piece of uh, injera bread uh, that's basically like. A sourdough flatbread okay. that comes uh, rolled up in a like you know uh, you know I guess eight to eight to nine inches. You put uh, ch- chicken tibs or uh, uh, beef or chiro in the in, in the middle, and uh, you kind of eat, eat it with your hands. So what uh, so is what is yeah. stew? And basically, injera is the flatbread. Yes. Okay. Okay. Cool. The other thing I got to I got to experience, which was the main reason for going out there, was a uh, Ethiopian wedding or Habesha wedding. Yeah, how was the and, wedding, uh, man? I know that had to be that, be dope. That was crazy, man. How so? Made me feel like I was there. <laughs> <laughs> so they, basically, the weddings are all day affair, and um, guests participate in various aspects of the wedding. And the uh, the aspect of the wedding that I experienced was the big. A reception part which was where you know they invite the uh i guess the whole not village or whatever but the families and the and um grandparents and um uh brothers sisters and everybody has big families out there and um they kind of congregate together and I, when i want to say brothers and sisters out there, i don't mean like blood brothers and sisters i mean like you know people they grew up with four to five six years and they haven't seen each other they've been staying in contact via you know old school mail or you know now facebook Instagram, you know, Gmail, et cetera. Right. So some of these friendships are like long lasting and, you know, they, they, they kind of will look out for each other, you know, vice versa. So, so you know, it's definitely a, uh, you know, relationships of love. So it's kind of, kind of, kind of like Nashville a little bit, I guess, in, in, in some aspects. Just, just by knowing people peripherally. Yeah, basically. Yeah. yeah. And your, your bond is strong. Like, you know, like grow, I mean, uh, growing up, you know, I, I experienced, um, you know, relationships with friends just because they knew my grandfather or grandmother or, you know, uncle, aunt, you know, mother from, you know, years ago, et cetera. So, uh, I mean, it, it was interesting to see that same kind of translational, you know, relationship or cultural thing, I guess. I don't know. Maybe I'm making a bigger deal out of it than it, what it is. But, no, I mean, I, it definitely sounds like the so village. It sounds like it's the impact of the village. Yeah, yeah, basically. I mean, this is kind of the, you know, it's the same same concept. So I thought that was pretty good. And there was a lot of, you know, uh, churches out there. Christianity was definitely pretty huge out there. So, uh, you know, we had we, we visited the uh, Church of St. Gabriel, 
when we went to Hawassa. And um, that's basically the capital of the Southern Nations and the nationalities and people's region. They speak, a, you know, another kind of another dialect or different languages in general than Amharic. And um, it, that was interesting to see. And, and it was really, I guess, an eye-open experience as well. We, we saw a beautiful Lake Hawassa as well that was a, a nice little uh, waterfront. I don't know. The people were great, man. I mean, I never felt like I was... Like gonna be harmed. I don't know how to explain it. Like I, I felt like uh, felt safe, man. Felt at home. Yeah, safe. Yeah. And I mean the, you know, the people were you know beautiful. And I mean the women. I mean, I mean you know Habesha women are you know naturally attractive. But I mean it was it was it was ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> that that was definitely good to see to see some you know beautiful African American or African women. I should say they they had no American ties whatsoever. So um, you were just falling that was love left and right, huh? <laughs> you know it but so on the i guess ride back from um hawassa we 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 visited the city of mojo which was uh good and, and um, we saw these ethiopian uh japanese synthetic textile mills we stopped in shishimen where um you know the emperor's Haile selassie you know donated like some land and um allowed the whole rastafarian movement to uh settle and um uh, kind of start, you know, the twelve tribes of Israel, you know, headquarters out there. So that's um, where the that's where the Rastafarian movement started. I wouldn't say started, but I mean that's kind of what the uh, I guess it was an influential. The site. La- yeah, influential part. I wouldn't say it started there. Okay, but don't don't you know quote me as our historian on um, Rastafarian culture like that. That's not my uh, that's not, um, not my uh, area of expertise. You know, expertise. Right. But all in all, man, <laughs> it was a good trip. You know, definitely under two thousand dollars. I mean, that was the whole gist of you know being a travel guide to show you know everyone how to uh, you know kind of budget and space out the uh, spending for the trip, and um, you know not you know not blow the bank, but still have a great experience. And uh, I would say uh, similar to uh, the, the last guest on the podcast that uh, you know vacation days definitely held me back from experiencing more time than I guess <laughs> I, I could have out there. That's the plague that we all feel. Would you? Oh uh, man! So so, would you go back? Uh, yes, I would go back, mm-hmm. and uh, I would go back, and um, I would try to go back for at least you know two two weeks or maybe really a month or more. Really, I, I I wouldn't mind like you know living out there for six months to a year. You know, I, I could do that and just kind of working remotely or something like that. But uh, that'd be nice because I, I felt like. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I get, you get experience, you know, kind of living somewhere, you know, for, you know, a week span or, you know, a weekend. But you don't you really kind of uh, only get a, you know, a snippet of what the, the place is really like. And that goes for anywhere in the United States as well. Yeah, that's very to, true. To give you to give you a you know, perspective on it. But um, I definitely thought it was a great experience and um, it would be, uh, you know, good if I could uh, take, uh, you know, uh, you know, you out there and, um, you know, some more people and uh, kind of lead them on, on, on a different, you know, uh, Ethiopian adventure. That's what's up. So, uh, Would you say that this uh, awakened a hunger to see the rest of Africa or other other areas in Africa? Uh, within reason, yeah. Okay, that's what's up. Yeah, I yeah, definitely always reason, wanted yeah, to yeah. try Ghana, yeah. see Ghana and all that stuff. Yeah. See Ghana and, and, and uh, a few other countries there, so that would be cool. Yeah, because, I mean... I mean, I mean, I, when I say within reasons, because like, uh, 
some places that I mean they know Americans you know love to visit, so they're always trying to uh, I guess uh, slap that you know uh, extortion tax. On yeah, yeah, them, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. No, I hear you. I hear you. Yeah, my I mean Ghana and Egypt are at the uh, the top of my list as well as with Ethiopia. So hopefully we can get over there. Yeah, I'm definitely trying to now. No, I'm definitely trying to go to Morocco, you know, Marrakesh, and I guess uh, South Africa. Not to be too cliche. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And South um, Africa, definitely. <laughs> I don't, I don't care. I'll be a cliche on that one. I definitely want to. Go to South Africa. <laughs> but uh, aside from that, I thought you know it was a great experience. And uh, on the way back, I had a layover in London. Uh, which was great, and um, you know, kind of met up with some friends from college, and got a chance to uh, you know sightsee out there, and uh, you know, get get a bite. So I guess the the moral of the trip is have good layovers, and you know, try to budget and space out the spending. And I would suggest the most clutch move ever is getting a global entry pass. It's kind of like TSA pre-trek, but it's always for Border Patrol, because the lines in London Heathrow Airport were ridiculous. Like three to five hours just waiting there. In the line, just waiting, just waiting to get through. Like, that's that's crazy. That's outlandish. A hundred bucks for five years. Basically. No headache. That's it. Have you, uh, did you encounter any of the problems with, like, the shortage of TSA staff? I mean, not in London, no. They're just very thorough, to be honest. But I mean, when you, like, when you came back in the States. Oh, no. Okay. Uh, Other than that, I mean, like I said, it was a great trip. You know, you could find some uh, English-speaking people if that's what you wanted to be around, you know, constantly. Or if you kind of wanted to be, you know, know, around the culture and um, experience uh, some of the landmarks of, you know, Addis Ababa, like, you definitely could do it. Like I said, the airport was conducive for that. Like I said, the countryside, we we saw, uh, you know, just different agricultural parts. So, I mean, for me, it was it was. It was time well worth it, and so it it just you know helped me to kind of realize like you know other places to uh, visit and not necessarily read into some myths that I was you know programmed or you know read about or you know told growing up. So it was a great experience, and like I said, I wanted to take you and the rest of my um, family next time. So that's what's up, man. Well, I definitely uh, appreciate you paying such close attention to the to the landmarks and giving the step by step. And providing the step-by-step guide to Addis Ababa. Hopefully we can, I, I know I definitely uh, picked up some gems and, and some that I will use in the immediate future. So definitely appreciate it, brother. Tell the people where they can find you, man. <laughs> they can find me on Instagram at, at yes, sir, Y-E-S-S-E-R-07. Um, you know, I'm always posting. Probably need to post a lot more, but hey, we're working on that. Uh, just stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> you can find me at uh, GQ50 on Instagram and at just GQ50 on Snapchat. With that said, we thank you guys for tuning in for another episode of the Travel Guides. And remember, your next adventure is just a click away. Until next time, see you.